Hello, and welcome to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I am your host, Mr. Miller. This podcast will cover a number of topics that happened on this date in history. Please visit the podcast webpage at thishappentoday.buzzsprout.com. There you can download the notes page, which will help you organize the information, as well as develop your own ideas on how these events change the world around us. If you're interested in hearing more, please consider subscribing so you will not miss out on what happens tomorrow in history. Today is March 29th. In 1943, the rationing of meat, cheese, butter, and cooking oil goes into effect when Americans are given ration books allowing the purchase of certain amounts of meat, cheese, butter, and cooking oils each month. This followed earlier rationing of gasoline. Soon after the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor and America's subsequent entrance into World War II, it became apparent that voluntary conservation on the home front was not going to suffice this time around. Restrictions on imported foods, limitations on the transportation of goods due to shortage of rubber tires, and a diversion of agricultural harvest to soldiers overseas all contributed to the U.S. government's decision to ration certain essential items. On January 30, 1942, the Emergency Price Control Act granted the Office of Price Administration, OPA, the authority to set price limits and ration food and other commodities in order to discourage hoarding and ensure the equitable distribution of scarce resources. By the spring, Americans were unable to purchase sugar without government-issued food coupons. Vouchers for coffee were introduced in November, and by March of 1943, meat, cheese, fats, canned fish, canned milk, and other processed foods were added to the list of ration provisions. Every American was entitled to a series of war ration books filled with stamps that could be used to buy restricted items along with payment. And within weeks of the first issuance, more than 91% of the U.S. population had registered to receive them. The OPA allotted a certain amount of points to each food item based on its availability, and customers were allowed to use 48 blue points to buy canned, bottled, or dried foods, 64 red points to buy meat, fish, and dairy each month. That is, if the items were in stock in the market. Due to changes in the supply and demand of various goods, the OPA periodically adjusted point values, which often further complicated an already complex system that required home cooks to plan well in advance to prepare meals. Despite the fact that ration books were explicitly intended for the sole use by the named recipient, a barter system developed whereby people traded one type of stamp for another, and black markets began cropping up all over the country in which forged ration stamps or stolen items were illegally resold. By the end of the war, restrictions on processed foods and other goods like gasoline and fuel, oil, were lifted, but the rationing of sugar remained in effect until 1947. In 1973, the last United States troops left South Vietnam, ending America's direct military involvement in the Vietnam War. Two months after the signing of the Vietnam Peace Agreement, the last U.S. combat troops left South Vietnam as Hanoi freed the remaining American prisoners of war held in North Vietnam. America's direct eight-year intervention in the Vietnam War was at an end. In Saigon, some 7,000 U.S. Department of Defense civilian employees remained behind to aid South Vietnam in conducting what looked to be a fierce and ongoing war with communist North Vietnam. In 1961, after two decades of indirect military aid, U.S. President John F. Kennedy sent the first large force of U.S. military personnel to Vietnam to bolster the ineffectual autocratic regime of South Vietnam against the communist North. Three years later, the South Vietnamese government crumbling, President Lyndon B. Johnson ordered limited bombing raids on North Vietnam, and Congress authorized the use of U.S. troops. 
1965, North Vietnamese offensives left President Johnson with two choices, escalate U.S. involvement or withdraw. Johnson ordered the former, and troop levels soon jumped to more than 300,000 as U.S. Air Forces commenced the largest bombing campaign in history. In January of 1973, representatives of the United States, North and South Vietnam, and the Viet Cong signed a peace agreement in Paris, ending the direct U.S. military involvement in the Vietnam War. Its key provisions included a ceasefire throughout Vietnam, the withdrawal of U.S. forces, the release of prisoners of war, and the reunification of North and South Vietnam through peaceful means. The South Vietnamese government was to remain in place until new elections were held, and North Vietnamese forces in the South were not to advance further nor be reinforced. In 1951, a homemade device exploded at Grand Central Station in New York City, startling commuters but injuring no one. New York's first experience with the so-called Mad Bomber was on November 16th of 1940 when a pipe bomb was left in the Edison building with a note that read, Con Edison, Crooks, this is for you. More bombs were recovered in 1941, each more powerful than the last, until the Mad Bomber sent a note in December stating, I will make no more bomb units for the duration of the war. He went on to say that Con Ed, New York's electric utility company, would be brought to justice in due time. The patriotic Mad Bomber made good on his promise. Although he did periodically send threatening notes to the press, after his flurry of activity in 1951, the Mad Bomber was silent until a bomb went off at Radio City Music Hall in 1954. In 1955, the Mad Bomber hit Grand Central Station, Macy's, the RCA building, and the Staten Island Ferry. The police had no luck finding the Mad Bomber, but an investigative team working for Con Ed finally tracked him down. Looking through their employment records, they found that George Peter Metesky had been a disgruntled ex-employee since an accident in 1931. Metesky was enraged that Con Ed refused to pay disability benefits and resorted to terrorism as his revenge. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I thank you for listening and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for their information regarding today's topics. ThePeopleHistory.com Food Rationing During World War II at History.com Vietnam War at History.com and The Mad Bomber at History.com The music used as the background track for this podcast is Americana created by Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com If you enjoyed this information and would like to hear more, please consider subscribing as this will keep the historical events in your feed in the morning for each day. I hope you have a great day.